Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 170, recorded live on Sunday, September 12th, 2010. And here are your hosts, the man who was awake and ready to go when we were supposed to record, Dave Play. Hi! And the man who is still all snuggled up in his big comfy bed, Andy Lowe. Hi. You, you were in bed asleep at 12.30? Yes. I know, it's shocking. Yeah. Because normally I'm all up and about. Yeah, I, I'm usually the one who's you know asleep way the hell later. Well, to be honest, I did have that um, 5K yesterday morning. What are did you just meow meow me because I am physically active? Yes. Wow. I know. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, that that was a weird one. But then we had the um Western football game last night too. Mm. How did they do? Um well we left because it was cold and rainy. Ah. So I'm not exactly oh. sure how they did, but I can you, find you out. Up the, you didn't find out who won? Um, no, because we You're left. just there for part of it? Well, we left after halftime. Okay, we, but you didn't go back and be like, oh, yeah, no, they won? No. no. Oh, well, did they win? I am checking that out right now, but you're not letting me take a second to actually pull up the sports scores. <laughs> Oh, come on, standings. Scores and schedules. Here we go. Come on. Let's see. Temple, yada, yada, yada. Purdue, yada, yada, yada. Oh, we're at 3 o'clock now. Michigan. Congratulations, Dave. Western Michigan. Thank you. We beat them 49-14. Good job. So Yeah, Michigan, uh, did you catch any of that game um, against the Irish? No, because it was at 3.30, so I was paying attention to the Eastern, um, Eastern, who was Eastern playing again? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Miami, Ohio. Yeah. And so, when I checked the score, Miami was winning. Yeah, they won uh, 28-21. Oh, no. Once again, He's Eastern. Owen 2 start. We lose again in the fourth quarter. Goal. God, poor Ron English. Yeah, well, I gotta tell you, Denard is getting uh, quite a bit of news. How so? He got over 500 offensive yards. Jeez. Uh, I mean, he one of those was an 87-yard touchdown run <laughs> as the quarterback. Hey, man, if the quarterback can move. Yeah. Oh, he can move. He is very fast. Mm. Sorry, that was still me trying to wake myself up. Yeah. I know. How's that to do some shots of lemon juice? Oh, uh, you know, we could have just paused this like another 15, 20 minutes if no. you needed to wake up. No, no, I'm I'm good now now i've gotten a lot of good reaction by the way from the uh, the last episode the pax episode yeah well that, a lot of people liked it well, it's always fun to get everybody all together at least one time yep 
I am making a rule now that we're not going to have more than um, six people together. Okay. That- Speaking of, by the way, getting everyone together and how it might be like, I don't know, herding cats. <laughs> okay. Uh, we can move right into topics. Uh, ooh, that was a good one. Thank you. So, a hundred cats. Okay, that's a, a lot of... A hundred cats. And we're not talking like trained cats either. We're just talking Joe Schmo well, cats. They weren't like feral cats. No, they were, they were people's pets, but they weren't trained at all. No. They were just cats. Okay. Regular run-of-the-mill cats. And for some odd reason, an Ikea in the UK decided to let them go in the store... Why would you do that? <laughs> I think they just wanted to just to see what would happen if you let a hundred cats loose in an IKEA. Oh, I'm watching the video, and some of these cats are not pleased. <laughs> no, um, there's some of the cats were fighting each other. Some of them got stuck behind walls, and they actually had to cut the wall apart oh, to no. get the cat. Why would you like bring your cat to this? Just to see what will happen. Should we try something like this somewhere? Where could we try something like this in Michigan? Um, I, I don't Cabela's, know. Cabela's, but then someone might shoot them. <laughs> Mistaking them for raccoons. Yeah. Excuse me, sir, I'd like to buy a shotgun. Why? Because it's hunting season. Yeah. Chinese restaurant opens next door. Oh... Boo. That was sad and horrible. Yeah. But it's funny because it's true. <laughs> so if you ever... So what what happened with the 100 cats in Ikea? I mean, did they did certain pieces of furniture get really kind of picked on? Well, a lot of them went for the highest spot possible, which included somehow getting above the lights. <laughs> Above the lights yeah. at Ikea. Yeah, somehow, like, the cat was... Because they have, like, the, like the, a grid of lights up there at the top. And so somehow yeah. the, one of the cats had... A couple of the cats had actually gotten, like, on top of that. Everyone, well, cause, I mean, they're just parts where it's just stacked up to the lights. And a cat should be able to... Certainly be able to climb that. It's the most randomest thing possible. Which I thought would be hundred cats in IKEA. Yeah, which is why I thought it'd be a perfect topic. Yeah, man, I wish I could have gotten the security footage from that. <laughs> Some of these are really tiny cats too. Yeah, and to be honest, they didn't actually let them loose in the whole store because they did set up like a a like pendant area, a pendant area. But still, it's a hundred cats in IKEA. There goes the one on the lights. Uh, several of them got up to the lights from the looks of it. Yep, because those were two different cats. Oh, I, I'm not sure I could put my pet through something like that if I had one. I don't know if I could put my store through something like that. Yeah, I'm really amazed like nothing has broken yet. I just don't understand like your thought process goes, you know, what would be interesting if we let loose a hundred cats. <laughs> Let's put out a hundred cats in our store. Why? Why not? It's just something I always wondered what would be like. See, 
I think that they'd have to put up like a sign on the outside of the store, like warning if you have a cat allergy. Oh God! Now, that would be horrible if you, <laughs> somebody just walks into that key and suddenly can't breathe because of all the yeah, all the cat hair from a hundred cats. And it's all just concentrated in one area so that they would be walking through normally and all of a sudden they just wouldn't be able to breathe. Right. Oh. That'd be a new biological terrorist weapon. Cat dander? Yes, concentrated cat dander. Just put in random places. For like the 10% of people who are allergic to cats? Yeah. Okay, so not as far-reaching as I thought it would be. I don't know. How many people are allergic to cats? I I don't know. Are you looking that up? I'm trying to. (laughs) Yeah. I I just thought it would be something completely random. It certainly was. So. In a very cute commercial. Yeah, Ikea, home of cats. Or maybe your, your cat will feel right at home with Ikea furniture. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. So, 3D TVs, speaking of consumer purchasing. Yes. Um, Nielsen did one of their studies, again, and they focused on the 3D TV experience. Um, before actually like looking at a 3D TV, 25% of the survey said that they were very likely in purchasing a 3D TV in the next 12 months. Afterwards, 30% were not likely at all to buy a 3D TV, and 28% were in the middle. Hmm. So it seems that people were all excited about 3D TVs until they actually saw a 3D TV, and then they're like, yeah, eh, not, not so, so much. much. By the way, it's uh, according to WebMD, 10% have pet allergies. Ah. And cat is the most common. So cool. Yeah. Seems the key issues were the cost. Well, duh. Having to wear the glasses. Well, duh. And the scarcity of 3D programming. Duh. Yeah. Although the first and the last will, you know, probably change as time goes on. More things will be produced in 3D and available in 3D. And the price of the TVs will go down. Yeah. The glasses, well, you're just kind of stuck with that. And it seems that the major push is actually through gaming. Because 71% of regular or hardcore gamers are interested in experiencing video games in 3D. Hey, I remember PAX last year when we saw NVIDIA's booth. Yeah. With Resident Evil 4. And that was absolutely amazing. Yes, but I was experiencing that while wearing contacts. So I'm yes. very curious to see what it would have felt like having to wear those glasses on top of glasses. Over your glasses. Yeah. Uh, probably not so good. No. Yeah, everybody could go to LASIK Plus. Get a 3D <laughs> TV, get a free LASIK surgery. That would be fantastic. <laughs> LASIK surgery. Craziness. I'm just so used LASIK to... LASIK with every purchase of a 3D TV. <laughs> I'm just so used to wearing glasses that it just... I think it would freak me out. 
Because I've been wearing, I've been wearing glasses. Yeah, I've been wearing glasses since about second grade. So it's it's been a while. Yep. So I I've only worn glasses briefly. Why Why did you wear glasses briefly? Because I didn't really need them, but they did help. But I I just couldn't get really into the habit of wearing them. So technically, you're supposed to be wearing glasses, but you're not. No, technically my eyes are good enough that I don't need them, but they are bad enough that glasses would help. Okay. So I don't need them. Let me put it this way. I passed the vision test at the the Secretary of State for my license without glasses. Ah. So you're not legally blind. I'm not legally required to wear glasses at all. But they would help. If you did wear them? Uh, probably. I don't know. I actually have an optometrist appointment tomorrow. Oh. Well, that's topical. So we'll see what happens. Or optical. Topical? No, topical, and then I would switch from topical to... I, I know, Andy. Yeah. So it seems you don't actually own what you buy. Really? Yes. What am I trying to buy that I don't own? Um... Well, this court case was actually about a guy who uh, bought Autodesk from somebody else off of eBay. Okay. So, it seems that it was in the EULA that uh, you were not allowed to resell your copy of the software. Okay. Which is really amusing, because I could actually buy the software and never accept the EULA and resell it. Yes, yes, you could. But it's it's saying that if you can put this clause in your agreement that people have to agree to in order to use the software, it will they can say that it uh um basically you're not allowed to resell it because you technically don't own it. You're just leasing a copyrighted copy of well, it. Yeah, but that's that's been what software has been since the start of software. But it just seems so weird that if I buy. When you buy Office, you aren't buying Office. If you were to buy, if it were actually buying Office, then you could modify the program. You could do whatever you wanted. You are buying a lease. You are buying the right to use it. Okay, so why can't I sell that right to use it to somebody else? Because it's not yours to sell. To the company, it's a, it's a use of the thing. I'm not going to use it anymore, so I'm just going to hey, transfer that to somebody else. I know. I I agree with you, but it, it's not yours to sell. I love how the defense attorney says there is no reason a similar license could not be put into the cover of a book. Yep. That would be a little um, harsh. Where, okay, you bought this book, but you're not allowed to share it with anybody else. But... Mm. If you think about it, Amazon Kindle, I buy a book. I can't share it with you because it's my license uh, of the book. Yeah. That's right. Son of a bitch, he's right. Now, of course, with the Kindle, you can uh, install it on, I think, five devices. Okay. You can, you can use your Kindle license on five different devices. So if I found a book that I wanted you to read and Kate to read and my parents to read. That's four right there. My copy. Plus your, yeah. yeah, plus my copy. There we go. 
I can yep. only share it with four people. And we'd all have to have the same account tethered to our Kindle. Oh, God. That wouldn't work. No. Just boggles my mind how technically people are able to buy something but not actually buy it. But not own it. Yeah. Yep. Because you're buying the right to use it, and it's a non-transferable right. So, if it starts showing up in more software, this is why, because the Ninth Court of uh, Appeals, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, said that copyright owners may prohibit the resale of wares by inserting clause into their sales agreements. God damn, the Ninth Circuit. They're the same ones who said that it's okay for the government to put a Jeep on your car if it's sitting in your driveway. Where exactly is the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals? California, Oregon, and Washington. Son of a bitch. They also uh, struck down an ordinance about a tattoo ban. They throw out the CIA torture lawsuit for national security. God, they've been, they've been doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Why does everybody go to the Ninth Circuit Court? Because everything happens in California. Uh, execution in Washington, profit-sharing assistance agreement. Jeez, oh, Pete. They are just doing everything. Mm-hmm. They're going to hear oral arguments in December about Prop 8. How is the gay marriage? Mm-hmm. So one week they have to hear about software rights, next week they have to hear about executions and then gay marriages and then something about a tattoo ban. Yep. Wow. They are busy. Destroying the country. Not really. Well, they could help out the country. Yeah. Not if they keep making decisions like this. But then it comes to the argument of how they're legislating from the bench. Yep. And that should not be a role of... The judicial system. Yep. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, side note, I'm not sure if you posted about this or not, but the arguments for Schwarzenegger versus the... Um, ECA or EMA? The EMA is November 2nd. I thought we've talked about that. Well, I wasn't sure if we did or not, but I just wanted to point it out there. Okay. Pretty sure we've talked about it. Yeah. So, Lego Star Wars... Yes. It's a fun little game. It's cute. It's very well designed. Mm-hmm. And now you can play a version of it online. Really? Yeah. It seems um, pretty much like the full thing. I only played a little bit of it because it's through the web browser. Mm-hmm. But you've got 15 levels of this game. Lego Star Wars Quest for R2-D2. That you can nice. play online if you ever want to figure if you want to try out a Lego Star Wars without having to purchase it, yeah, or purchase right to it. Yep. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I've I've never been big on web games, right? Yep. Like Farmville, Pet Society, shit like that. I, I haven't been big in that. You're not big uh, into the not farm since, wars. Not since Utopia was out years and years and years ago. I wonder if that's even still up there. Utopia Online. Anyway. Uh, but I found a new one, and it's actually kind of fun. It's from Ubisoft. Okay. And it's Might and Magic Heroes Kingdoms. And it's fun. Oh, yeah, I guess Utopia is still up. Huh. 
but I encourage people to sign up for Might and Magic because it's it's actually a lot of fun and it's pretty easy. I'm not sure what the last play with me. I'm not sure what the <laughs> Dave. You're gonna hate me for this. What? Um, uh, my my birthday present that you gave me. Yes. So yeah, I um spent it on Limbo. What is Limbo, and why didn't you spend it on Monday Night Combat? Limbo is another Xbox arcade game, um, and it's a game that has no dialogue. It's only basically got three controls, move, jump, and action. And I'm not sure what the purpose of the game is. Basically, it seems the purpose of this game is to not die, because it's quite easy to die in this game. But it it seemed like a cute little fun game. Why didn't you buy Monday Night Combat? Um, oh, because Monday Night Combat is a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. And normally would be fun if I was playing with people that I knew, but everybody is playing the games, not when I'm playing games. If that makes Andy, any sense. Whenever you want to play Monday Night Combat, just send me a message and I will get on and play Monday Night Combat. At 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning? Sure. <laughs> I will wake up to play Monday Night Combat with you. Okay, well, I'm going to need, like, another 200 Microsoft points. You bastard. Uh-uh, I gave you your... <laughs> okay, well, then I will just have to somehow find another 200 Microsoft points. It's called purchasing the 800 Microsoft points for $10. I know, but I don't want to purchase the 8... Well, no, there's, isn't there one for $5? Like, 400 for 5 Uh huh. There's gotta be. If there is, then go buy it. <sighs> but I'm working through Limbo and Fallout 3. Yeah, and I'm working through Ghostbusters and Fallout 3 and Mirror's Edge and Grand Theft Auto 4 and a lot of other games. I still take time to play Monday Night Combat. Wait a second. Is that my copy of Grand Theft Auto 4 still? Yes. Damn it, Dave. What you the... want a pack? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Come and get it. Coming. The next time I'm going to see. Oh, wait. I'm going to see you in like two weeks. Yeah. Brendan's wedding. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Theoretically, the last time I get to be the best man. Unless you find somebody new. No, I really hope this is the last time I get to be the best. I'm getting kind of tired of this. This is the third time. Oh. I'm just trying to think of what it would be like if you were if you were my best man too. I would have started the ball rolling. <laughs> Josh would have actually, but Oh you're right, Josh would have been the first one, wouldn't he? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I mean if I had been your best man we probably would have done almost exactly the same thing, just spent less time at the bar. Yeah. So Ico added laser tag. <laughs> I enjoy laser tag, but I'm not good at it, and I don't think that would have been the best. I I probably would have added bowling instead of laser tag. Uh, okay, we could have done bowling or whirly ball. Whirly ball was actually pretty damn fun. I forgot yeah. how much fun that game was. 
I had a bruise the size of my fist when I was done, though. I know. My knee was killing me afterwards. God, that really hurt. Mm-hmm. So, Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. Cool. Did you play either of those games, Dave? No. I didn't either. I heard they were awesome. Yeah, they're they're supposed to be very artfully done. It's the two games that, um, if I ever break out the PS2 again, I will go and get both of those so I can play both of those. Mm-hmm. But I might not have to because Walmart, for some odd reason, put up on their video game department Ico slash Shadow of the Colossus for the PS3. What does hmm. this mean? Double rainbow. Across the sky. What does it mean? God, that meme is so old already. I can't stand that. I saw... Um, I learned about it last week, and it's already old. That's a thing. I think it just came out like last week or two weeks ago. It, and it, the internet has beaten it to death. Ubisoft, I was going through my old emails, Ubisoft had released a uh, a coupon that was based off of the double rainbow for their, some of their games. <laughs> I'm saying, like, wait, if your marketing company is releasing a coupon based off of double rainbow, oh my goodness. Yeah. But the uh, supposedly on April 1st, 2011, hopefully it's not a very, very early April Fool's joke, um, <laughs> they are going to hopefully include Ico and Shadow of the Colossus for the PS3 for... Nice. $39.82. Not bad. For, uh, is that a Tuesday? I, I have no idea what April 1st, 2011 is. Because most... No, it's Friday. Oh, shit. That's only, like... Well, it's actually still a ways away. Four, five, six, seven, eight months away. Yeah. Okay. Plenty of time. But still, um, if you have a PS3, which I don't... But if mm-hmm. I did have a PS3, I would buy this game because Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. Yep. Oh, that would be nice. I had an idea for April Fool's, and now I don't remember what it was. Oh, I had an idea for April Fool's. All right. I've actually got a couple of them. Good. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> we, we shouldn't talk about that on the show. No, because that would... So Ico and Shadow of the Colossus, Walmart. Maybe the best... Possibly thing ever the the best game that nobody played uh i think psychonauts gets that award oh that is true i never actually got all the way through psychonauts i got about halfway through and then i had to go dig up all these arrowheads and it just killed the game right then it was like oh, i was going along going along going along they're like oh you need these arrowheads wham i never played it what dave you can get it on xbox live Okay. Play it and tell me what happens after the Arrowheads bit. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. I don't know. There are other games that I, I, I believe I just listed about five of them that I'm trying to get through. Okay. So what you need to do is go to GameStop and buy it in the used Xbox pile. Because it's probably only like a buck or two because it's Xbox backwards compatible. Is it one of the backwards compatible ones? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Maybe. So, Apple reallows third-party middleware? Yeah, 
So you remember, like, Adobe had a development system where you could program in Flash? Yeah. And that it would compile it? For the uh, iOS? For the iPhone? Yeah. And then Apple said no. <laughs> Shut it down. We want you to, com- to uh, create it straight in iOS. And uh, Objective-C. Oh, whatever. Uh, Apple has kind of readdressed that. And they're saying that you you are now allowed to do this. So wait, does that mean we'll actually might be able to see Flash on the iPhone? No. No? No. no. You still won't see Flash on the iPhone. But you will be able to write a Flash application and then compile it for the iPhone. Oh. You won't be able to embed it in a website, but you'll be able to take Flash stuff and put it on the iPhone. Huh. I love how the um, the guidelines basically only prohibit pornographic materials. Yep. That's it. Yep. And Nothing I love how chat roulette was... Or counterfeiting or... <laughs> I love how chat roulette is c- considered a pornographic app now. Have you been on chat roulette? I went on once. It's porn. Unfortunately, it's all male porn, but it's porn. Uh, this is like one of those things that everybody heard about, and then everybody went online. The Daily Show on Chat Lorette was funny, where they were just running into other um, newscasters. Mm-hmm. Well, there was the Walt Moss puppet one. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Where he runs into Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, but Apple is releasing, or not releasing, but... Uh, kind of relaxing the restrictions. But there's still no flash on the iPhone. Nor will there ever be. Which is sad. There is flash on Android devices. Yeah, but technically, with HTML5, wouldn't flash be not needed? It's more or less obsolete. Or it's getting there. So we need just HTML5 to be integrated more. Yes. And then we will have technically, quote-unquote, Flash on the iPhone. No. No, but I mean, stuff that would use Flash would use HTML5, and then the iPhone will be able to handle HTML5, hopefully. Uh, maybe. I mean, I'm HTML5 is powerful. I'm not sure it can do everything Flash can do. Uh, just certain, like, uh, some of the, the Flash games... I'm not sure how easy that would be to do in HTML5. There are lots of tests. I don't want tests. I want info. Right. Gah. Everybody's comparing HTML5 to Flash. Does it beat Flash? Flash beats HTML... Ah. Google, you are unhelpful this time. (laughs) So the military pulls Medal of Honor. Yes. So GameStop has stores on U.S. bases Yes, for the soldiers. Yes. Uh, and all those stores on the bases pulled Medal of Honor at the behest of the U.S. military. Because you can play as the Taliban in the newest yeah, version that, of... I, I could understand that. That might be a little demoralizing. Yeah, that that would be weird, playing as the people you are... That you might have been shooting at yesterday. Yeah. 
But granted, it's basically just a skin, because it could just be red versus blue, which might be demoralizing if you were playing back in the Cold War era. Hmm. Because the Russians were always red, red versus blue. Yeah, I, I understand the, what you... Yeah. Okay. I, I get that. Just making sure. A lot of people are crying censorship on this, and I'm not sure if it really is censorship. I'm not exactly sure, because one, it it wouldn't be... <sighs> right, it's it's a very tricky subject. Yeah. I, I don't know, it's... Hmm. So I think that we should just leave it alone. <laughs> and move on. And move on. Yeah, I mean, nothing we say is, is on this one going to make any sort of difference. No. But it's just... It's just putting it out there. Yes. Wait, wait. Quantum chess? Quantum chess. I want to challenge you, Andy, to a game of quantum chess. Uh, uh, how does... Quantum chess so, change. In quantum... Well, so I, I read through the article and uh, traditional chess, uh, a computer player just goes through move trees and picks which one it thinks will be the the one that results in the more likely win. Yeah. Right? It's working on the idea that chess is actually solvable. It would just take a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, quantum chess is a little different. It pulls in some quantum mechanics to chess. The, 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 the pieces on the board, except for the, the king, may or may not be the piece you think they are. So, if I'm staring at a, what I think is a pawn, it might not actually be a pawn? Until you actually pick it up to move it, at which point you can't take it back, it might be a pawn, and it might be something else. So, so when you load up the game, because they actually have a playable link, okay, uh, everything on your board is a question mark. The front row are all pawns or something else. The back row is all what it's supposed to be or something else. And the king is always a king. Okay, so the king will not change. So you know where the no. king is. Okay, you so know where would... the king is at all times. Because that would suck. Yes, it would. If you randomly just hit a thing and go, oh, wait a second, this is the king. Well, shit. Yeah, that, that would suck royally. But everything else is... Everything else is itself and something else. And you never know which it is. So, like, I can pick up what I think is a pawn, and it turns out to be a queen. Well, that or I can pick things. up. Oh, it, it, it really changes things. Or I could alternatively pick up my queen, only to find that it is now a knight. Oh, that... That would just take it all... It... Yeah, it, it makes it a little harder to play. It just makes it... Okay, so where's the strategy, then? Well, the strategy is trying to, to figure out... It, it kind of kills the strategy. And in fact, that's part of the point of this, is that the computer now has to think differently to do this, and it can only think up to two turns ahead. 
But as far as strategy for a human player, I'm not sure yet. I haven't quite figured that out. Hmm. Not what, okay, the, str- the strategy could be the fact that you have to keep track of what pieces have... Because I'm guessing that you can't have all pawns, because that would suck. Well, all of your pawns are pawns and something else. I know, but I'm saying, like, if you risk just for crappy things, you think pawns basically take up half your team, and so... If every single piece was a 50-50 chance of being a pawn, at some point you could have a team of just pawns, and that yes, would really could. suck, which I, yes, don't think, I don't think they would put it in that way. I would think they would say, okay, you have eight pawns. Once you touch a pawn, okay, you have seven pawns left. Seven of these... Uh, it's, it's not a 50-50 chance. It's, it's very much not a 50-50 chance, actually, now that I think about it. Because each piece in the back can be any other piece. Yeah, but right. I still what I'm saying is no matter what you only have two knights and you only no. have two rooks. Right now on the board I have three knights. Well, shit on a shingle. Nope, oh, sorry, two. The uh computer just took one. Cuz I had the two starting knights which when I picked them up both became knights and then one of my pawns also became a knight. Well, now that is oh well, there goes and my strategy just, of trying to figure my out. Knight. Yeah, well, now I've moved my knight. And the thing is, when you put it down, sometimes you lose the state. So the knight that I just put down could still be something else. So wait, it changes every time you set the thing down? Not every time. And in fact, I haven't come up with a pattern yet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he just took my queen pawn with his rook knight. <laughs> I see this game devolving into madness very, very, very quickly. Yes. Very much so. Oh, my goodness. Each piece has two states, and you have something like a 50-50 chance of knowing what that state, or of, of getting that state when you pick it up. I just got another queen because one of my pawns is also a queen. <laughs> that. Oh. Okay. Didn't we talk about this price change for Xbox or no? I don't remember. Well, in case people didn't know, the um, price for Xbox is going up per month. Yep. One and month. In fact, something that I just did, which I might recommend to other people, I went online. And I bought myself two 12-month cards for 30 bucks each. You can put those in right away. You can, I think you can get up to three years at one time. Yeah, well, I'm holding on to these because those are good forever. Are you going to scalp Xbox I'm not gonna Live scalp points? Them. I'm just holding on to them. Because it's only 10 bucks more a year. Actually... If I were to scalp them, the only person who'd lose would be Microsoft. There'd be no point in scalping them above market price. Yeah, that is true, because you could just buy them at market price. Right. There, there's not exactly a limited supply of this. No. So if I were to scalp them, I'd still have to sell them cheaper than Microsoft. Which would only be, you'd only get... I'd get 10 bucks. 
Yeah. But no, I'm I'm planning on just saving these up and using them. I know, but you can put them into your system. You can have into your your expiration date can be three years in the future on Xbox Live. Well, that's good to know. So you could put them in right now if you wanted to. Yep. But yeah, it jumps from eight dollars for a month to ten dollars for a month. Three months is twenty to twenty-five, and twelve months is from fifty to sixty. So crazy price stuff. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is uh, giving you a chance to lock in for a one-year price at forty dollars, which is cheaper than it usually is. Oh, that's not bad. Hmm. So I will. Granted, I think I'm already at the three years limit. So, what to do? What to do? I mean, actually, I can't do anything. Yeah. So there's another topic that I added on there. Um, that oh yes. Oh yeah. Um, Gears of War had the save Carmine or Carmine must die mm-hmm. for the final Gears of War series. And they basically had the players deciding the fate of the character by donating to Child's Play. Right. Because they could buy real t-shirts or Xbox Live avatar t-shirts that say, Save Carmine or Carmine Must Die. And whoever donated the most, their choice would win. So okay. They haven't actually announced. Um, they know the fate of Carmine, but they haven't announced it yet because it's in... The Carmine's the, the main character, right? No. Oh. Who was Carmine? Um, he was I one have of the, played Gears of War, I just don't remember. I think he showed up in Gears of War 2, so I haven't actually played him yet. Oh, okay. I think it's like a... Yeah, there's four Carmine brothers. So you played as one of the Carmine brothers. I do believe. Okay. Yeah. God, I, I'm Anyways. Not, I'm not a big Gears of War lore fan. Yeah, I haven't spent much time with the lore. Anthony, Benjamin, Clayton, and D. Carmine. And there's a Madison Carmine, too. Okay. So, anyway. So Carmine dying or not dying. Carmine yes. is in a quantum state of death. Yes. But he also raised $150,000 for Child's Play. That's pretty impressive. How much is your life worth? $150,000. That's kind of sad <laughs> to think about it like that. But 100, $150,000 is really impressive. Technically, your life would only be worth half of it because maybe half of those people paid for you to survive. The other half paid half that amount for you to die. <laughs> oh, the life of a video game character. So, where do they put this when they, they get this kind of money? Is this on last year's Child's Play? Is it on this year's Child's Play? I think um, I think it's just like a rolling total now. Like, there's the official, like, kickoff for the holiday season. Right, and that's in early November. Yeah. And then I think they just keep... the Like, they do the, the season total, which goes from... The kickoff to the um so is this even counted in that total then the the contributions that they put on their website i I don't know what what do they currently have listed on their website one point seven million 
I think you're just splitting hairs at this point, Dave. Because 1.7 million was the end of January 2010. Okay, so maybe they stopped after January 1st, 2010. Right. Well, but that. So I, I'm curious about. You know, when they start it up, is it already going to be at the like hundred or two hundred thousand mark? Maybe, maybe they just cut it off at the end of the year, because they probably do have to cut it off at the end of the year for tax purposes. Mm-hmm. So then maybe this just gets put on the two twenty ten total, and we already start at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yep. I wonder what it takes to be a silver sponsor. Probably lots of money. Yeah. Probably significantly more than we have. Yes, because Google is a silver sponsor. Right. Bungie is a silver sponsor. Telltale Games is a silver sponsor. Granted, Cheap-Ass Gamer is a platinum sponsor. Yep. So, who knows? And the Mario Marathon. Oh, Mario Marathon. Desert Bus for Hope. Mario Marathon is playing through every Mario game in a row. Yep. And the more Not money including- they... Not including things like uh, Mario Tennis, though. No. But um, they go start, and the more money they get, the more things they have to do. Like, they have to start doing, um, like, hunting down all the stars in Mario Galaxy rather than just beating the game. (laughs) Ah, they're playing a video, and I want it to stop. Stop, video, stop. There we go. Yeah, um... For $18.75, they'll play through all the levels of Super Mario Brothers, the first game. For $33, they'll play through Mario Brothers 2, $155, Mario Brothers 3, $252, Mario Brothers Wii, $744, Super Mario World, $1,408, Super Mario Galaxy with 60 stars, $3,064 with 76 stars, Galaxy 2, Sunshine, Super Mario Brothers weed again with worlds three four six seven and nine and then galaxy 100 percent done 64 100 percent done with 120 stars and they all the I, way I the picture yeah i never realized getting a hundred percent of the blue coins in super mario sunshine was the ultimate get it seems <laughs> but there you go oh child's play it's coming up again yes indeedy so um, we run out of topics. So okay. Should we? Have we run out of time? No. Damn. Which means um, we have time for our new section. Oh, that's right. We have a new section. Yes. For Yay! Those, for those of us who have been listening for a while, you realize that um, as we progress during certain anniversaries, like our hundredth episode, that sort of stuff, we start to add things to the podcast. Well, um. This year, since it has now been four years since we started recording, recording. Jeez, what was new four years ago? I don't know. Releases back. Oh, um, episode two thousand six. I remember episode one was announced. Rain slip, rain slip. A Penny Arcade Adventures episode yeah. one was announced. Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Oh, man. Caesar 4. There was a Caesar 4? There was a Caesar 4? There was a Caesar 4. Huh. Civ 4 came out in 2006. Wow. That Twilight game... Princess came out in 2006. 
So we're talking just that was the start of the Wii, wasn't it? Back in two thousand and six. Or no. When did Twilight Princess come out in the Wii arc? Uh, a little bit later. Okay. Star Trek Legacy, Elevitz. No, this is pretty much the, the beginning of the week. Gears of War. Ah. Guitar Hero. Yeah, I remember that. Episode 4, we're like, ah, we didn't record an episode. We because- can't record. We're too busy playing guitars. Dead Rising. Wow. Cooking Mama. <laughs> Which you never actually got to cook in. You just pretended to cook. What did you expect? I expected a game that would actually teach me how to actually cook. Oh. That's all I'm saying. You're being completely unrealistic. Right. So, my idea was to create a section called Our Games. And it's it's not spelled O-U-R, it's spelled H-O-U-R. So, like, it's a play on their games that we have played for hours. Okay. Because they're our... I'm still working on it. Yeah. I I think it needs a little bit of work. Yeah. Well, we'll figure this out as we continue on. Um, So the soon-to-be-changed-name section of our games is to think of 52 games over the year that we have played for hours and hours and hours. Actually, our game, it kind of works. Yeah games that we would have no problem, I'm guessing, playing for another hour if we had to. <laughs> if somebody said, you have to play this for another hour. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Only? <laughs> so, um, I'm thinking, looking through our list that we have just... Um, Start at the top. Well, I'm just looking through there, thinking that these are all just video games, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. We did not include board games. No. Probably could have, and that would have just made it even more. But 52 video games that we have played a lot of. And so this is some new stuff, some old stuff. But I thought it'd be fun to just chat about these. So the first one, which... Um, these are pseudo-alphabetical, so if there's a little not-alphabetical order, don't worry about it, we got this covered. <laughs> First one on the list, Assassin's Creed. Oh, Assassin's this, well, Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed series at yes. this point. Because Assassin's Creed 1 and Assassin's Creed 2. And Assassin's Creed Brotherhood's coming out in like two months? One Something month? like that. November? It looks good. There were fake protesters out of PAX for Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. There were fake protesters? Yeah. Did You, you saw those signs, right? No. The... Uh, the thing about cutting. Oh. Those big yellow signs. I did not see those signs. You saw those signs. We walked past them. Yes, but they did not register in my head. So ah. therefore, I did not see those signs. Yeah, that was, it was all a viral marketing for Brotherhood. Oh. Hmm. But man, Assassin's Creed 1, that was, it was fun. It was a good game. The story is interesting. Yes, the story is very interesting. I rather enjoyed it. There there was a little bit of the repetitiveness of, okay, climb up to a tower, okay, do this, okay, climb up to a tower, okay, eavesdrop, yep. okay, climb up to a tower. <laughs> Kill person A, okay. 
kill person B, okay, kill person C, okay. Well, no, no, but there was a set order where you'd have to climb up to the tower to find the, the other stuff before you could actually kill the person. Yep. Like eavesdropping or killing somebody else or protecting a woman or some, this, that, and the other thing. Protecting the monks. And you just do that over and over and over and over and over again. Yep. So the story was basically what was pushing it. was like, what, what's the ending? That was pushing me through all the annoying stuff. But I'm excited for Assassin's Creed 3. Because I want to know how the story ends. You mean Brotherhood or no? No. I mean 3. Ah. Brotherhood is just kind of this, this tie-over. But it's got multiplayer. Yes. So you could stab somebody. But I, in the I face. believe that is pretty much the entirety of it is that it's a multiplayer Assassin's Creed. Yeah, there is some single player section through Rome and a couple other places. Okay. So you actually get to see more of Rome than just the one little bit that you did see. Yeah. That was a little annoying. Eh, just a little bit. Gorgeous, but a little annoying. That was God. It was a good game though. Mm. I mean I I I could play it again. It's actually I keep trying the, to get Laura to play it. It's actually one of the Assassin's Creed Two is one of the few games that have actually gotten all one thousand uh, achievements. Yep, you bastard! It's not that hard. It's I a never lot easier than the first one. Oh my god! Yes. Oh god, yes. Find all the flags here and here and here and kill all the knights here. <laughs> god, I do that enough of that with Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> But it was a fun game. So that was the first part of our... Of our ongoing and brand new series. I'll have to think of some sort of theme to throw in there. Yes. Not sure what, though. So, random topic. Okay. I rolled ahead of time. Dave didn't know about this until I appeared. When was the last time you shopped at Kmart? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Yes. What did you get at Kmart two weeks ago? Uh, soda. Ah. Last time I shopped at the Kmart here was when they were going out of business. Both of the Kmarts here went out of business last fall. Well, fall, spring, somewhere in there. So, that was kind of sad, but because there are now no more Kmarts in the Kalamazoo area. Yep. They're a disappearing breed. I hear they're starting the blue light special thing again, though. Which is? Uh, they, they flash a blue light and there's a sale. <laughs> Very descriptive. Blue light special. It's a special yes. when we have a blue light. Okay. They, they start spinning a blue light and poof, there's a sale. Now, I do have to say, though, I did shop at the Kmart in Glendive, Montana. Really? Yes. Like last week? Yes. Okay. Because um, there's a Kmart right next to the Pizza Hut. Oh, Glendive. And normally their beverages are cheap. Yes. Compared to the gas station. So yes. fill up a gas, get a some Kmart. pizza, grab a dr- drink for the road. How was the CC? Oh, yeah, well, I guess everyone knows you were at PAX because you were on the PAX episode. Yes. Jackass. It would be kind of hard to um, have me on a show with one microphone not being there. When we weren't connected to the internet. Yes. Jackass. 
eh, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funnier that I somewhat called it the week before in the PAX 10 episodes. Yes, but what if uh, you calling it was not that you were just saying, oh, I bet you're doing something. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, well, I I didn't know, but, you know, as I described it to everyone who asked me at PAX, it was a surprise that wasn't surprising. What I hated was I had set up, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Or I had my Google location still in Portage, and I had a whole bunch of stuff with the Twitter accounts, with the CCST Twitter accounts, a whole bunch of stuff, and you're like, eh. I didn't pay attention to any of that. Yeah, I really didn't. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's like I created a huge... And it's like, did you see that my Google Latitude never left Portage? I'm like, no, I don't generally look at your Google Latitude. I'm like, well, if you would have just looked at Google Latitude, it would have shown up, but... And the CCST Twitter account saying, hey, now that QS isn't on there, everybody else needs to keep track of their gas mileage. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't pay attention to that either, did you? Not really, no. Yeah. So, huge, huge backstory to cover my trails. And, and I was oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then Andy shows up at the airport. Stupid glass windows. Bah, ha, 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 ha. Glass windows and my, uh, my ride. Yeah, she stared at me and I'm like, hi. And then you look over and you're like, oh. He's with me. <laughs> You were just too quick. I thought you were going to have to, like, wait at the baggage carousel for a second. But no, you just went down that escalator and out the door. Bam. I had to run for a little bit to catch up with you. Oh, well. It was fun. I got some more stuff. Yep. And a Waldo pony now. I got two t-shirts. Sitting here. I I need to get rid of these. (laughs) I'm not going to wear those. I've got. I had gotten my three T-shirts for the ride back. Yep. Well, I've got. Wait. I like. I. I have two packaged T-shirts here oh. that I need to get rid of. The uh, Intel ones. The Intel ones. Yeah. Man, I wish I could package T-shirts like this. <laughs> hey, man! All you got to do is just get some space saver bags, the kind that you don't need a uh, vacuum for. Mm-hmm. Just get some of the travel ones. You can just roll them up there and flatten everything out. Yeah, but not to this density. I don't even know how they do this. Lots and lots of high-pressured machinery. I guess so. All right. Well, I I think that's probably it then. Yes. So if you have a better name for our new section, email us. I'm working on a a costume uh, comment system thing. That will hopefully be up sometime soon. Hopefully. So that you guys have a way to contact us and a way to be a community. Right. Yes? When pigs fly, Dave. I know. Well, Andy, you know, that you, we, we yeah, said that I know. about Duke something Duke else. forever came out, so pigs yeah, are like, about to start flying, so. Hell froze over, pigs have wings, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>